0: fly podcast you know what it is you know what we're here to do i'm your host hernan i'm with my boy bali bali atx what's up man How
1: what's up doing, bro baby? i'm How excited i'm excited i'm excited
0: everybody's excited, excited. everybody everybody's talking yep. you know we dropped the graphic you know everybody's like who is this player who who is gonna be on the top flight podcast i got phone calls i got emails bro there was comments on old pictures of mine saying who Who's going to be on the pod? I was like, man, can can y'all please back up? Can y'all please let me breathe? Por favor, madre mía. You know, but I think think it's time, Bali. I think it's time we let people know. And it's somebody very, very special to the fan base. Somebody very special to us. One of our favorite players for sure, right?
1: Yep, no doubt about it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make the announcement. (laughs) It's time to find out. The 2020 VSID Player of the Year he was part of the ACC first team in 2020 and was named ACC midfielder of the year as well. Ladies and gentlemen, the number 1 draft pick of the 2021 Super Draft, Generation Adidas player, Danny
2: Pereira. What's up Danny? How you doing, bro? It's good, man. I'm good. Uh, thank you guys for having me and yeah, let's get to it. What's <laughs> up, Danny? My G. <laughs> My G. Hey man, that's it's it's honestly such a pleasure to have you
0: here Danny on the Top Life podcast with us. Um, as soon as we were ready to have a player, you know, there was only one person really in mind that we wanted to have here first. So we had to hit up Donnie. We had to hit him up, and we had to get him on here. So we had to, you know, this this is for the culture, this is for the fans, and honestly, I don't know, you know, I don't know how it kind of started, but um, do you you guys want to give like a little bit of a of a of a background on how you and Bali kind of like hit it up.
2: Uh, I remember you and uh, Hernan, you and uh,
1: I don't Brian, know. and
2: Brian. Was yeah. it Brian?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, uh, I was at the firm on It was like two weeks in. We got here, and you guys came, and that's when me and Johan signed the the flag. And you yeah. told me, You were like, uh, "Yo, can you say? Can you send a video to Bali? He's very excited yeah. about you for joining." And I was like, "Yeah, okay. I don't know what it is, but I'll do it." And I send the I send the shout out, and then after that, I have social media, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, then I gave him my jersey at, at Colorado, so I think that's when it kicked off at Colorado. That that we we got a little bond going on. So
1: yeah, Molly? my yeah. I mean, like I told you, like uh, when I got the the jersey at Colorado, it kind of just it blew up, you know, all over Twitter, you know, Instagram. You know, and then uh, I think the interview uh, uh, after the game, I think that was where, like, people were all over the place were hitting me up and telling me, man, that's cool. You know, you got the jersey, Danny. said, yeah, bro, and been my G ever since.
0: That's <laughs> where that's where the famous My G was uh, yeah. born, right, buddy?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. People, uh, I've, I've told you, I even had people in Nashville hit me up, My G, you know, just, <laughs> they just thought that it was just funny, you know, it's catchy, you know, and uh,
0: yeah.
1: everyone's been using it, you know, and, man, I love it.
0: Nice, man. Nice. But, you know, Bali knows you more than I do, Danny, and more than a lot of the fans. So, you know, for the people that don't really know you, Danny, you, you might tell us just like a bit of, you know, growing up and a little bit of your background story and some soccer memories that you have as a, as a kid. Because, you know, like myself and Bali, we were all kids once with that dream. You know what I'm saying? But you actually you actually are that pro player today. So can you, you know, walk us through what it was like being Danny as like a kid, bro?
2: Um, Well, like a lot of people know, I was born in Venezuela. Uh, I've been playing since I was like three. So, um, play like elementary school and uh, I play for uh, Deportivo la Guayra, who is a big club, like one of the biggest clubs in Venezuela, like pro clubs. Um, Yeah, I was making my way up in the club, you know, U13, U15, U17. Um, I got a couple calls for the U15 national team. Um, but then I had to move to the U.S. in 2015, like my parents decided to do it, and I had to leave a lot behind, like soccer, school, friends, blah, blah, you know. Um, it was tough. I was 15, so I didn't know what to expect, uh, but my parents told me to trust that it was for the better for the family. And and yeah, I had to restart over, learn a new language, um, get new friends, a uh, whole different life lifestyle and and yeah I did high school here started just did high school soccer um the closest DA academy which they say is the best league uh was DC United which was like four hours so there was no chance I could do that plus it was Mm. a lot of money so um back then like when we got here we weren't really wealthy we started from zero so yeah um and yeah I just did high school did club soccer like for one of the clubs in Roanoke and that's that's where uh that's where I kind of got the looks from that and then yeah went to VT Reunion Tech uh had a great freshman year uh sophomore year was kind of iffy because of COVID we didn't have many games and but uh we were one of the like we were like one of the out of six conferences that we're playing that year so it was uh it was that, that was pretty cool and and then yeah, sophomore year, uh, I get a bunch of emails, a bunch of agents hitting me up and telling me I get the, I might be able to go to the draft and and yeah, it ended it ends up happening then get my GA contract then the draft happens I land in Austin and then yeah, last year in Austin was just a lot. It's like it's like a it's like everything happens the same again all over. Like you go to a place, start over. Go to VT, start over. Go to Austin, start over. So it's just like I'm used yeah. to it. So it, it's been amazing, man.
0: man like that's it. great, that's, man. That's something, man. You know, you know, you you say that you have to start over. You know, almost every every kind of step that you go. But you know, you've been leveling up. Every, every step of the way, it sounds like you've been going up and up and up and up. And that's, that's honestly really cool, man. You know, when you, when you look into Danny Pereira's background, you know, you see all the, all the things that he's done. You see, you know, men's player of the year. You were men's player of the year at uh, Virginia Tech, right? Didn't they give
2: that to you, bro? Right. So you
0: see you see all these things on the like surface, but you know, you don't see what goes, what goes into it. You know what I'm saying? All the like struggles, you know what I mean? And, and you say that you had to move here whenever you were young. I mean, I kind of think about that. Like that's something that my, my dad had to do, you know, whenever they had to come from one country to the other, to, you know, try to give us a better life. So that's, you know, that's something big, bro. That's something huge. But, um, uh, one thing that I also wanted to ask Danny is adjusting from the MLS to, I'm sorry, Adjusting from college to the MLS. How was that, bro? You know, the level of uh, play. Is it a big difference or are you finding it, you know, kinda easy?
2: Nah, it's different. It's not easy. Uh, a lot a lot of people like on T V it looks so easy, but then you get on the field and then it's it's crazy, man. Uh the speed, the how tactical it is, how like structural it is. Like it's just it's just it's just a lot in it. Like you get your whole, your whole team is nice. In college, you only have like six, seven good players. Then the rest were like guys that were just playing because they got a scholarship or whatever. Um, but here, everybody's good. Um, it's, it's just the speed, the the physicality, but um, that's what I signed up for. And like I told you guys, when you guys first asked me, I, was, I came in here to learn and to grow as a person, as a player. And that's what I'm gonna keep doing
1: bali beautiful 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 yeah man and i and just the the dream you know so many uh, man so many as uh, sunday uh, whenever i play in the sunday league so many guys that i've seen in in high school and i'm like bro you should be you should be pro right now you know and uh but it's just dedication you know it's that dedication and, and you had it danny and i mean like i always tell you bro i'm very proud of you bro you know this is a great experience you know and and like i told you i I can't wait to to see you in Europe one day, bro. You know what I'm saying? And be out there and fly, have to fly Jeez. out there and go see you. You know? <laughs> it just so it's, it's it's amazing, bro. Danny, do you do you have any uh any like
0: memory of a game you played whenever you were a kid? Like, is there one game that just stuck with you
2: forever? Sure, I got a couple. That um, was little, little. Yeah. Shoot, I got a. I don't know. I, I was like, I don't know, 11, 12. Uh, I have a picture. My brother has it uh, his Instagram. I, I'll see if I can pull it up. Uh, it was like this final against our rival team that we hated each other. Uh, we were like <laughs> 11, 10. Uh, the parents hated each other. And it was crazy. But uh, uh I remember we, we started winning 1 0, then they tied. Then we went up to one, then they tied again. And then we went to overtime, and overtime we went up again. Then they tied and then went to PKs. And we won in PKs. And I, I took like the third or second PK. And then, but I remember my brother jumping the fans, my family jumping the fans. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. Uh, that's one of the games that, uh, that stuck to me. Wow. Sangre fria. Sangre fria. <laughs> let, me
1: see,
2: let, me, let me see if I have found the
0: picture. Wow. Nice, bro. Hey, what were y'all's um, kids Like, what did y'all wear? What did we wear? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like what's, um,
2: uh, was it green? Was it,
0: was um, it uh, blue?
2: Yeah. Here. <laughs> that's the that's picture, man. I don't know if you guys, if it'll focus or not, but that's my brother. Okay. Right there, and... Oh, yeah, you okay. can see it. You can see okay.
1: it. Okay.
2: That's live. That's live. Yeah, it, That's was, loud, bro. Um, it was red, blue, um, and yeah, red stripes, blue stripes, it's just all over. So
0: nice. Nice. The, do you uh, do you have one goal that that just like stuck with you? Whenever you were a kid, like, was there one where you hit it like in the top corner, or uh, or like a, or like a play where you took ten guys? Do you have one of those goals?
2: I have, I have like two. Jeez. I have. <laughs> oof. It was a. Uh, San Agustin, my my school. Uh, I hit it left. I, I remember I dribbled a guy with like a, like a scissor. Uh, and then I went to my left and I just took a shot. I was little. I didn't know I had the lefty. But I took a shot and it went up for 90. And then I went to my brother and like I went up like this. I have the picture as well too. Um, and then I have another one that I did the scissor again then the dribble. Another guy and then I took a shot. I mean, it was just... Was, yeah. Nice. Hey, I
0: don't I don't know if, if you know this, Danny, or if the fans know this, but Bali, back in the day, Bali had some moves, bro. Bali has some moves. <laughs> hey, back man.
1: Day, I, I, I could have been somebody, you know, but you know, I, I, I to be honest, you know, I didn't have the dedication, bro. You know, and that's the key. You, hurt your, knee. Dedicated. you no, hurt not, your knee. That's regardless, what? regardless, you know, I wasn't dedicated, you know, I was out here messing around, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Dedication is key. I
0: feel you, bro. I feel you, Bali. I feel you. But all <laughs> right. Moving on, gentlemen. Memories are great, but you know we're right here, the present. So we gotta ask. We gotta ask Danny. Well, actually, Bali, this is you, bro.
1: Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the fans, the fans asked me. They were asking me this whole week. What is a game day ritual for Danny? What's something that he has to do game day? Yo,
2: uh, go to first watch in the morning. Nice. <laughs> Yo, that place slams, Yeah, bro. it
1: does. It does. It
2: does. I started. I started that ritual here uh, with uh, John and Sebas. I started by myself, and then I started. I asked Sebas and John to join me, and and then yeah, I we uh, at least I go every every day or every All game. Right. So so yeah. What do you like to get there though? The trifecta: little chocolate chip pancakes, bacon and eggs.
0: Hey, nice. young young soccer players that are listening to the Top Flight podcast, you want to know the breakfast of champions? Trifecta, baby, right there. <laughs> hey, but do you get orange juice, coffee, or you get water, bro? I just get
1: so water. You get it. You're you good. Get it for the, for the, nah, man, you got to get that apple juice, Danny. You got to get that
0: apple juice, <laughs> G. You're wilding, Bali. You're wilding, bro, but... <laughs> Let's see. All right, so we got the we got the game day rituals. Danny goes to the first watch. That's his favorite place to go, and he was the he was the first one. Keynote, keynote yeah. on that, right? But one other thing that we wanted to ask you, Danny, was what kind of music do you like to turn up to either on your way to the Q two or whenever you're in the locker room? What do you like to listen to there, bro?
2: I listen to Lil baby and yeah, some some to then whatever if a bunny comes on and yeah I got my Spanish and English uh, playlist, so
0: does do things. you usually <laughs> sorry, bro. do you usually have um headphones on or is everybody just like playing it out loud?
2: nah, I, I mean I in the car obviously in the car, and then whenever I get to the locker room i'm'm I'm either it was either me or Pacho or Knox,
1: so hey.
2: so it'll be one of us bumping so so yeah.
1: So, Pochettino and Danny are the DJs in the locker room. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I,
2: still, I still am, so. Hey. Hey, see, you know,
0: Danny Danny still is. Poche, ya, yeah, se fue para River, papi. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know uh, but he still uh, belongs to Austin see, so we're going to have, you know, we're going to have, like, a long watch on him, bro, but, you know, Danny said Bad Bunny, little baby. Bali, he- what did you like to up to whenever you were man
1: playing soccer. when I was playing I was in high school and I was in that in that bus on the way to the game <laughs> I had to add some some Meek Mill, you know some Keith Keith, you know, something to turn me up, you know, some little dirk. And you know, I was locked in. I was ready.
0: That's savage, bro. You know, um the high school that I went to their their colors were black and gold. And around that time uh, the song uh, black and yellow by West West Kalifa. Kalifa was Khalifa hey. was out. So I remember putting like my hoodie on and I remember putting on my like, remember those big old headphones from like um, uh computer lab? I remember yeah. I would, I would like take a pair with me and, and have them on, right? Cause they were, you know, they were huge and I couldn't pay for the uh, uh, beats at the time. And I remember listening to this song, yeah, uh, you know what it is. <laughs> hey. Dude, just on repeat, bro. Just on repeat and repeat and repeat. But I mean, dude, I mean, certain songs right like they just put you in like a in some type of zone right danny yeah yeah i mean that's that's really how it is bro but moving on on the top Flight podcast with danny Pereira, one thing also bro that we had in the uh show notes that i had to bring up i had to ask because myself and bali and everybody out there whenever we were younger there was footballers soccer players that you know, either you saw on TV or you heard about, you know, because my dad used to tell me about some players, and I'll tell my kids about some players, but was there any, like, soccer player, bro, that you look up to whenever you were a kid coming up?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I started with Ronaldinho. Um, I was little, but I barely watched him play, but uh, every time I watch his highlights and stuff like that, but then as I kept getting older, I, I've been a Iniesta fan, so...
1: I actually got to watch him more, so, so them two have been my idols. What about you, Bali? Uh, when I was young, I, I could say Ronaldinho, Cristiano, you know, Thierry Henry, you know, those guys I looked up to, you know. Uh,
0: Thierry Henry, huh? Just because he's I, from Arsenal. But Just because he's from Arsenal. But,
1: I, <laughs> but I, didn't, I didn't play like them, you know what I'm saying? I had you know what I'm saying? I was yeah, uh, I okay, was midfield. Okay,
0: okay, I, I was always, you know, I was always that tall, Mexican taller than everybody else. So they just threw me to back four defense. So I would always look up to uh, Ramos. Uh, for a bit, I was trying to play striker. So uh, Borghetti, uh, Hernan Crespo were guys that I used to be like, man, those guys are good. But, you know, Gerard was another one. Uh, uh, Iniesta, though, Danny, where were you at when he scored that winning goal against uh, Netherlands? In the, what was it, the 2010, right? World Cup?
2: Yeah, I was. Where were uh... you at? I was like one of my my like my teammates, my friends from school. Um, me and him were so close. Um, our parents were also really close, so we decided to watch it together. And we had other other two of my friends that all of our parents were close. So we were yeah, we were all together. I remember in the room. Uh, I remember that so clearly man. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, like I mean, my brother was there. Um, and yeah, I remember Nesta shooting that
1: thing, and we all started going crazy, running around the house. <laughs> it was it was amazing, bro. Que golazo!
2: Yeah,
0: that, that was that was nice. That was a that was actually a really crazy final because I remember right before that, Netherlands should have got a red card because dude just like yeah. completely just kicked oh, yeah, it Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Xavi Alonso.
1: Yeah,
0: Xavi Alonso, right? He just 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 completely just boom right in his chest, man. That was the wildest challenge, and and. Anywhere I had ever seen, but I guess because it was a World Cup final, the ref, you know, he didn't have the guts to give him that that, that red card.
1: And there was no VAR too, you know. We don't got we don't have VAR. At that time there was no VAR.
0: We have VAR now, and
1: sometimes yeah. they don't even get it right. Come on. Nah, right? Nah, nah,
0: nah. Come on, man. You're right, you're right. Let's not let's not actually talk about that, right? But
1: <laughs> let's see.
0: Bali, is there is there uh, is there something that you wanna talk about from the game rituals or anything that we missed, Bali, before I change gears?
1: I really want to know what uh what's something that that you do whenever like, after a game that helps you cool off, you know, you 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 were just in a high intensity game, you know, and now you just a, you know something that helps you relax, you know.
2: True, when it's tough going to bed well after our home games, man, it's it's insane. I'll be and like if a games are like eight, you done you leave the stadium at like eleven, and then you get home and you, I I can't sleep. Uh, I go to bed at like 1, 2, so sometimes either I come home and play my game because I know I'm not going to sleep, or uh, just get on my phone, try to try to get my eyes tired so I'll fall asleep. But there's nothing really that relaxing me. i just kind of cool by myself, so yeah.
1: Nice, nice.
0: That That's, I mean, that's pretty chill, bro. I mean, I can imagine coming home after you know, living a game in Q2 and, you know, just living through that vibe and going home and not being able to sleep, bro. I can totally picture yeah. that,
1: bro.
0: I can totally picture that. I would just be at home and be like, damn, bro, like, that's wild. Because me, as like a fan, spectator, you know, being in the uh, supporter section, it's, it's always a party, man. Always a party. And it's it's probably, honestly, man, now that Austin FC came to Austin, city where I was born in and maybe where I will even die, bro, you know, it's it's so it's so it's so beautiful to have like a soccer team here and I, I honestly look forward to it now every single week, bro. Like it completely consumed my life and I love it, bro. It's a healthy hobby. I'm with my friends like Bali and at the same time we you know, we we do the whole we're Austin TV, we do top flight podcasts and you know we get to meet, you know, guys like Danny Pereira, right Bali?
1: It's cool. Yeah, man. My G, you already know.
0: One hundred percent, bro. I mean, there there's this one uh, there's this one famous quote by uh, Pirlo, or like an interview. They asked him. They said, Pirlo, you know, what do you do to you know kind of focus or help yourself chill? This was r- right before the 2006 World Cup, Destroy. and this was said. This was said that before the World Cup, he was just playing PlayStation, just hanging out, just playing PS2, bro. Do you do that, Danny? Like, like, do you like to just find a way to just calm your nerves
2: before like a big game it's not that i i do something i just i just do the normal you know just chill by myself or or when i had my girlfriend I, I, like she was just here i would just hang out with her watch tv so uh, i usually i used to do the get a dub in Warzone and then go to the game
1: but
2: <laughs> <laughs> i did it a couple of games but we we started losing so i stopped doing it
1: <laughs> it was bad luck it was bad luck
2: yeah you gotta get a
1: winning team
2: bro
0: you gotta get a winning
2: team, man. You, gotta, you, gotta who's
0: the best, though? you ain't even though? you ain't even know that body. Chill out. <laughs> who who's uh who do you like to uh do you play with players, Danny? Or or you just join parties?
2: Yeah, I play uh Diego plays, uh Drusy plays, hey. Luis is when uh he still plays. I I used to play with him all the time, Luis's. Uh do you John, say John Gallagher plays and, and yeah.
0: You think you play uh Warzone more than like anything else?
2: Yeah. FIFA? Yeah, Warzone. That's it. That's the only thing I have downloaded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Let's I see. I saw that that Drussy Dior was on the was on that that Twitch. So I was like, okay, okay, he's catching on, he's catching on. Then he's putting them on. Nice.
2: Nah, Did he, he make? He's been doing it for a while since Russia.
1: Oh, yeah. So.
0: Nice. And he's been doing it since Russia. That's yeah. wild, bro.
1: That's yeah. wild. It, you
0: know, it's actually crazy to think sometimes that we have a player like Drew Dior that, you know, came from a place like Russia that was in Champions League or whatever. And now he's here yeah. with, with us. Um, Is there is there anybody, Danny, that, you know, in the like locker room that you kind of just like to really just like learn from? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there like somebody that's kind of like a leader?
2: Everybody, you can take a little something from everybody in many ways. Uh uh i don't know, like alex juicy obviously they're big time players uh you can I learn a lot from from matt beesler who's just a vet so um, you can you, from everybody literally everybody you can take a little something from from everybody so
1: i feel you man nice um,
0: ali is there is there uh something that you want to ask on that
1: Nah, you know, uh, you can kind of see, you know, my boy, Drew C.D.O., Alex, you know, the captain, you know, just the, the leaders in the locker room. But I really want to know this, Danny. I want to know when we, you know, when we started at the Q2, you know, it was kind of hard for, for for the team to score. We had a lot of draws at home. How was that? You remember, because it was special for me and from everybody, that 4-1 at the Q2. How was the atmosphere at the locker room after the game, you know? Crazy. My G, Hector Jimenez. Hector Jimenez, beautiful goal. My goal of the season, I don't care what anyone says. But uh, how was that atmosphere at the the locker room? How was that, you know, that feeling? It was amazing, man.
2: You know, uh, we, were, we weren't we in a good streak. Uh, we weren't scoring as many goals as we liked. So uh, we were frustrated. But then after that game, I think we started to believe that we could score. And I think that was the, the little bump that we needed. So uh, it, it was amazing. We were all happy. Uh, like we were undefeated for like two years or something. So it was it was amazing.
1: Yeah, it was amazing in the stands, too. Remember, Henning? Oh, my God. Oh yeah. Oh, my God.
0: It, it was it, it. was actually more wild than I would have thought because that was the third game, you know, the at Q2. Because I remember we had played uh San Jose and then in 0-0. The zero, zero, and then Columbus came through and then in 0-0. The zero, zero, and then Portland came through. And then, boom, finally we got the first goal. And then it came another one, another one, and another one. And we were just swinging and swinging and swinging, bro. And we were just not... Missing dude. And you know, sadly Portland, you know, they had to take that L baby, but yeah, man, what what a what a game, bro. Actually, I think that one and the LA Galaxy one, when we won two zero at home, those were my two highest moments of oh, yeah. last last season, bro. Right, yeah,
1: buddy, bro. yeah that the Mackenzie Gaines goal was amazing, bro. Gay el segundo. Yeah. That was a golazo
0: yeah. Did you see the uh picture that he put today? Gaines on his Instagram.
1: Nah, no, what did he put?
0: He just put a picture of him in the uh, Charlotte uniform, and he said, uh, first game in blue, something like that.
1: Happy for he him, bro. I'm
0: happy he looks for good him. in that. Sadly, you know, sadly. But, I mean, I guess, you know, kind of getting to some of the some of the last questions that we want to ask you, Danny. You know, we don't want to take too much of your time. You know what I'm saying? My boy Danny's, my boy Danny's busy. You know what I'm saying? got to rest, rest, rest up. You got to rest up. You got to rest up. You got to rest up, baby. You got to rest up. But let's see. You know, Danny, we have to ask you, you know, Bali and I were from – Austin, Texas. Like I said, man, I don't. I don't see myself ever leaving this city. I, I love Austin. I love Austin. So, I want to ask you, what are your overall thoughts on Austin, bro? Like, you know, do you like to live here? Is it what you thought it was gonna be?
2: Yeah, the first is a lot different than Virginia. That's where I lived, so uh, it's more close to what Venezuela was like, and that's why I love it. Uh, I think I could, if I ever retire, I think I could live here easily. Um, so. Uh, yeah i love it everything about it the weather not right now but i love the weather um there's always something to do there you always find something new to do um and yeah i, I love it
1: bali yeah, yeah i mean uh a lot of people are saying that uh, austin's growing and growing if you compare it to whenever whenever i graduated high school you know it's, it just keeps growing and growing and a lot of people kind of compare it to like la kind of it has kind of that la kind of vibe and uh Man, and I can't wait for you to South by Southwest. I don't know if you've been, Danny. Man, it's amazing. The the festivals, the music. It's a uh, it's awesome, man. Austin is amazing. I love Austin.
0: Like you said, man, there's a, there's honestly something new. There's something new to do every day, and there's there's so many things that are coming to Austin. Austin FC being one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like there's mm. so many things. There's so many new like new just tech companies that are that are coming through, and new fun businesses, and all these pop-ups, all these pop-ups. Shops and you can go to town lake if you want to and rent a little boat and go on a cute little date. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's so much to do so much to do in Austin. So um, one of the things that we wanted to ask you, Danny, is what are your thoughts on Austin as a as a soccer city? Because Austin FC is new here. You know, soccer's been here forever. You know, Bali and I've been playing since we were kids but we've never had a pro team and it's finally here. So what are your thoughts on Austin as a soccer city? And it's like potential to grow in the market of soccer.
2: I see a lot. It's, it's going to be successful. Last year was amazing, man. Uh, sold out almost every game, or I think every game actually.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, the fans are amazing. Uh, there's a lot of love in the city. Um, and it was just for uh the year one, so I can't imagine year two i know um it's gonna we will we'll be better for sure uh i know you guys are gonna be as excited as it was the first year so and you can you can see there's always something around related to austin f c and like the community in austin f c or austin f c helping the community so it's, i think it's amazing so uh so yeah
1: amazing amazing. Yeah, man. I think uh, it's it's Austin's gonna keep growing, man, and it's uh, uh I'm very very excited. And Austin FC is just uh this season is huge for us, you know. And uh, I can't wait to watch y'all play. First game of the season, I'm gonna be there. You already know, with the team. And uh, man, I, I pray that that we have a successful season and a uh, playoffs. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, there. Playoffs, definitely. That's the goal, and, you know. One day, no no doubt in my mind, bro. One day we're gonna lift that freaking cup, bro. Oh, we're gonna lift the okay. MLS Cup. Watch, bro. No everybody's sleeping everybody's sleep everybody's sleep. just like everybody's sleeping on danny everybody say oh third draft yeah. he went why did he go number one hey hey yeah. hey <laughs> hey hey well appreciate you danny for being on the top My G. Podcast, bro appreciate you dog uh this is, this has been really fun and hopefully in the near future you know we can uh do this again danny thank you so much okay. bro
2: Ah uh, yeah, thank you guys. uh it's been a long way for the top fly and Ross yeah. V. So I was there since day one. Thank God. So um, yeah, thank you guys for having me, and looking forward for more.
1: Bali, much love, Danny. You already know, man. Keep working hard. I already know you're locked in. I already know you're ready, man. You telling me that you you're ready, and I trust you. I trust the team. You know, and I can't wait for the season, man. Good luck to everybody. Tell my G Hector he managed to lock in. Tell him that I, I'm supporting him 100%, no doubt. To everybody in the team that I love him. And, bro, man, keep it going, bro. And, uh... Oh,
0: man. Let's go. Hey, y'all, uh, thank you, Danny. This has been the Top Flight Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Danny
1: Pereira, let's get it. My G. My G. <laughs>